From the front line. It's not going to work, man. From the tailgates. Representing KGYR and its stakeholders. We are the Forum for the Fan. The Bleed Blue Show. Now, here are your hosts, Steve and Chris. Yo, yo, what's up? Welcome, Welcome to the Bleed Blue Welcome. Show. You there, man? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I was waiting on you. What's up? Oh, okay. <laughs> I was waiting on you. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I heard, I heard the delay, so I didn't know. Okay. Hey, man, what's yeah. going on, man? Table round table, more stuff, more camp episode. Got the Giants, got the uh, Vegas Raiders, we got uh, the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, ready to talk this uh, rookie rookie camp stuff. I got a couple of t- topics for the Giants as well before we get into the other teams from the AFC to okay. NFC. But what's going on with you, man? Oh, man, my voice is almost gone. I hope y'all can bear with me, man. I've been doing yeah, a lot yeah, of screaming yeah. lately. But, yeah, uh, yeah man, I, I, uh, right. just, a lot of, just a lot of work, man. I've been doing a lot of work, bro. So okay, it's like, yeah, hey, yeah. yeah, so I'm trying to I'm trying to project <laughs> as best as I could, man. But it's, it's hard to do right now. But I'll, I'll get through the show. I'll get through it. I'll get through it. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. nah, um, well, yeah, I was going to ask you something, man, but you keep going, keep going, keep going. I'll figure it out. <laughs> no, I, I, already it. I already I already got my um my my pinpoints uh, for what I have for today's episode based on the topic. Uh, you always start with the Giants. Um, a couple of topics I wanted to throw at you. And then also, uh, you know, we said we're going to get into the Raiders and the Falcons later on. But uh, the Giants, and I'm glad we, I'm glad we, we, we started with that because uh, I remember that conversation – was it a month and a half ago we had the episode and Manny Dawson was on there? I don't know if DB was on there. Maybe he was. Maybe it was DB. It was me, uh, us four, and we were talking about Bellinger, the tight end. And so I see that yeah, earlier today yeah. he, he's, been, he's been popped. He's been on, he's on the uh, performance, the uh, unformed list. I wanted to get your thoughts because I said on that episode, kind of, uh, uh, I'll say paraphrase, kind of saying, you know, was he going to be this all? I gave you like what kind of stats are we expecting out of him yeah. in 2022? Now, what do you think? Now, I bring it up because how severe is this quad injury that he's going through? I don't think it's that severe. The guy's 22, and he will be back. And I don't think that this is a um, this is a um, a career ender. But I will say this. You know, um, the Giants don't exactly – they're not exactly booming with talent at that position right now. Right, okay? exactly. So that's, that's, that's problematic as far as I'm concerned. You know, um, I, I think one of the reasons that I say that is because – and that he'll be back. That I'm, One of the things, reasons I think he'll be back in full, in full um, of regalia when he comes back is that he was under, underutilized anyway when he was there, when he was in college. Okay, he was underutilized anyway, and they didn't. They were, I, they utilized him for, because he was reliable third down catch blocking tight end type, you know. But he could be activated when any 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 week now. I don't think he. This is a this is a barnstorming ending for him. I do think though that if this if they're underreporting this situation, and this is more severe than they say, I don't know. I'm not really confident with. Ricky Phil Jones and um, 
Atkins going into the going into the uh, going into the season. I'm really not, but I have faith in this one, man. I think this is just one of those situations where okay, he's got a quad injury, he probably went full tilt. He knows it's it's competition anytime he comes into a joint like that, and and an atmosphere like this with these kind of coaches, this kind of evaluation, and this this kind of um, atmosphere. So he'll be back, man. I, I'm not really I'm not really down on that right now. It's early yet, so. I'm gonna give him a but, but, I, but I, I agree with you. But the, what does that spell for the position itself? You're, you're alluded to it, and I agree with you. Uh, yeah. uh, Ricky Seals Jones and, and the other backup. What does that say for the position? Yeah, for Atkins. And I'm talking about totality, blocking, knowing the not just knowing the plays, but I mean, I just believe with this roster. If you're going to have any chance of a playoff, um, what's the word, wild card, like you got to have everything yeah. kind of go your way with this roster. I don't think this is a championship roster, but no. uh, I, I do am a little concerned. I mean, that, that's a position I thought, like there's other positions on this team where it's, it's a little thin. And I still have my questions, question marks, even with Bellinger. And I know you and Manny Dogs uh, were big on it. And I, that's why I asked you guys at that time, um, you know, stat, statistically, what is he going to do? Was he going to perform? And then on top of that, here's the other part of that question: When he returns, do you does he fit right away? Like, how do you get him acclimated as fast as you can? And I don't, we don't know that timetable. That's why it makes it for a compelling. How do we figure this out logically, or where it can or could go? Well, when when we had that show that you talked about, <clears throat> I mentioned the fact that I think this is going to be at first, a committee type of situation at the tight end position, okay, because they're going to try to exploit other areas of the offense. Now, what I did say on that show is I said, look, this kid may end up with only about 24 catches, but I I can guarantee you he'll have four touchdowns because red zone-wise, I think that's where he shines, and that's where they want him. I think what's happening, I suspect, I'll say I suspect what's going on is that because of his quad injury, um, and he's not, he's on, he's, I think they're protecting him right now in training camp. I think he's more valuable than we even think. You know, we knew, we knew when he was drafted, even the, even the draft, even the draft commentators were like, oh man, where did they steal him from? That's, and so I, I, have, a, I have a lot of faith in this kid. I have a lot of faith in this kid. I think this is a minor, to me, this is a minor hiccup. He'll be back. That's what I'm saying. And from, the, from that time, Ricky Jones can handle it. And uh, I don't okay. really know much about Atkins. I, I know he's a block first type of cat, so we'll see. We'll see. That's yeah, because I, I understand your, your point on the red zone. What about blocking as a whole? Uh, unless you're saying Bellinger's going to be back before, the, you know, for the majority of it. Because my old, my, my main concern uh, out of that position was blocking. I didn't really wasn't really concerned more so about you know reception. I mean, I, I mean right. that'd be nice, but I'm all about running a rock this year with a roster. Of this you know when you compose the team. I mean, I think that's the best. I think we could get the best out of this roster by running the ball effectively. Let's say uh, I'll say six, sixty-five to seventy percent of successful plays running the ball than throwing the ball. Because I think we all could agree. With most of the stakeholders, I don't believe in the court. I don't believe 
quarterback. I don't know however you think. Do you believe in the quarterback uh, to make these throws going with the new head coach? Like that, I, that's kind of how I look at it. That's Achilles heel, and I, and I look at it kind of like you're looking at it, but I look at it through his look. When you when you look at a football team like tonight, where, where you said the Falcons, who I have questions about, and you said the uh, what's that? The Vegas, the Vegas Raiders. I'm looking at them, and I see one of these teams has – I look at it through the prism of the quarterback they have on, on roster, on hand, and I can see how they're going to facilitate things. The other one I'm not too certain about. I, I have some questions about that myself when we get to that point. But when it comes to the Giants, when I, I don't, I'm not – I really do not want to talk about that, Steve, because I, I am not confident at all in where we're going. Unless this dude – has drank some freaking Asian freaking champagne that has totally flipped his flipped his boutique. I'm not really confident in what we have at QB, and that's going to affect the attitude of the rest of the squad. That's what I'm looking at. I'm look see because if you have look if you put Drew Brees of twenty of two of two thousand nine on this current roster with the Giants, I think we can make we can make a real serious run at the playoffs and win this division. A serious run at it, okay? But see, we don't have that kind of do. We don't have that kind of do. We have serious questions at right there, and and that's always my source of contention with the New York Football Giants nowadays. But um, I'm I'm also very very confident in this new regime we got. You know, this new coaching staff with new eyes, with a new with a new with a new perspective with a new way of looking at things, and they see things differently than the old regime did, or the last one, two, three regimes did. So <laughs> so they're going to turn it around, not this year probably, because they have some, they have some um, fine-tuning to do. And one of the fine-tuning positions is that quarterback position, for sure. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that, for real. Because there's a hard, lot of harping about that, and I don't want to be redundant. So that's what that is. <laughs> yeah, that 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 is a huge concern because I think um, we'll bring on Dre and get his thoughts on the tight end. But you notice, or you not, not you notice, but we know this is what we do know with this quarterback up until this point. He hasn't really favored Kenny Galladay as far as a go-to receiver. It just doesn't feel that way, right? You know, the stats kind of back that up. You know, normally, you know, yeah. when your number one, when your quarterback is throwing to their number one receiver, you know who's the go-get it guy. It just doesn't. Feel, it didn't feel that way with Galladay. It was some court, so, some no. sort of disconnect. Now here's where I think it may not be favorable to you know John Fans may not like what I'm about to say. Like a lot of the receivers on this roster, they're gadget guys. They're short guys, and to be effective throwing to shorter wide receivers, you have to be a very accurate quarterback. You gotta. That's where it goes back to the quarterback. Can you? Land passes and in cuts and routes, you know, it, it drag routes to Shepard, you know, Sterling Shepard when he's under the rest. And you already know the history with the quarterback holding the football on too long. And then we also bring in the fact that Kadarius Tony. Now, and this is why I think I agree with you as far as confident in the coaching staff. Maybe you find ways to get him involved. Maybe we'll see more out of right. Kadarius Tony. Maybe on a more of a a poor man Debo Samuel type of utilization, like you used him out of Florida when, when he was in, in the SEC. So I'll give you that. But then what about Wondell Robinson? And I'm not as big on Wondell Robinson like other Giant fans have been saying. Since the, I'm not. I'm just being, I mean, I like him, 
but we're just talking about, you know, the quarterback. It really goes back to him because the tight end, it's always a domino effect when, when it, with a non-elite quarterback to me. Whoa. Um, uh, Trey, let's get your thoughts. Oh, go ahead. You about to say something? Oh no 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 no! I was just basically saying I totally I, I totally co-sign with that. I think the again I just want to reiterate that I do believe Daniel Bellinger is being held out. I think uh, because he's 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 done enough to earn himself some regular reps with the starting unit, and they know it. Okay, and so then what they're doing is they're gonna I think they're preserving them. That's just my my gut feel. Okay, knowing knowing how um, um it worked in Buffalo last year with a few other their players so. We'll see where it goes from there. What's up, Dre? Let's get Dre. Dre, we were talking about um, uh, the, the tight end, uh, Daniel Bellinger, who's been pucked. Uh, and so he's probably going to be out for a little bit with the quad. But me and Chris kind of looking at it from a perspective of, you know, I, I think this is one of those positions that's really underrated where if we need everything to go, the tight end from a blocking perspective really needs to be hit on. What are your thoughts on him being pumped, and do you have any uh, faith in uh, Jordan Atkins and uh, jo- and uh, Seals Jones, uh, the tight end from Washington that came over? What are your thoughts, Ray? Hey, can, can y'all hear me? Yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah, I was just checking because I got my uh, earbuds on. Sometimes people have a hard time hearing me. Um, as far as the tight end situation, man, I uh, – I, I came on right when Chris was saying, you know, it's a bump in the road. You think everything going to be okay? Yeah, I agree with you, but it's not it's not the fact that he's injured that he has to get over with. Come To keep it real, we all know uh, the, the team is under a curse or something. Whenever we get injured, whenever we drive somebody that's supposed to do something for the team, they always end up getting injured in OTAs. It's never really in preseason. They always get injured way before the season starts. So I think the the, the, the biggest problem is going to be can, can he o- overcome that so-called myth, meaning can he get healthy and stay healthy? Now, that's the, that's the biggest part right there um, because he, he's actually he's going to get healthy. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure they, they're not going to put him in before he's ready, but he – He's going to get healthy. We're looking forward to him getting healthy, but can he stay healthy? That's been Achilles' heel, Achilles' heel of the team, and it's been like that for damn near a decade now. Um, as far as the other, the other two tight ends, the tight end that came in from Washington, um, I, I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I really don't know. I mean, we got this new coaching staff. Maybe they can, you know. Pull, pull some tricks out of the hat or whatever, but I mean, I'm I'm not really looking forward with it to us as far as offensive-wise, being the weapons that we could be on offense and until we find a new quarterback. I mean, that, that's just my take. Okay. It, it, like, it, it all starts with the quarterback, man. So here's that's a question for, for me to you. I, I, I hear your point. So let me ask you this. What is your expectations with this roster do you think i think the bar is wild card do you think this is a roster that could make a wild card push i, I saw now here let me just say let me say a side note real quick i saw uh, giant fans on social media on twitter talking crazy talking about 14 and 3 i'm like come on man let's be real man that's not gonna happen nah, nah. as much as i would love that to happen but no 
that's not gonna happen. Yeah. But Jerry, yeah. what are your thoughts? Realistic uh that's, you know. <laughs> cool. Man, like I like like I used to tell y'all I get into arguing with Giants fans on social media all the time, man. They it, it's they're they're more delusional than, than Dallas fans on social media. Our fans are more delusional than Dallas fans are. I mean, you you got stuff like, oh, let's trade for Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo is injury prone. So you mean to tell me you want to trade for him and put him on a team that has problems with injuries already? Injury prone plus injury prone does not cancel out and make him not injury prone. We got a problem with that. Um, the the running back that we got that started the running back that we got that started out with Atlanta. Um, what was his name? Oh um, shit! It was um, he, he oh, came and played Thirty-one, like three, three or four games. Freeman, Devontae Freeman. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Devontae Freeman. Freeman. Why would you go? That it, it, we just we just like picking up people that's injury prone, man. Um, so I don't know. I don't know, man. It's just wild. <laughs> uh, listen, on paper, on paper, yeah, we can we can definitely get to the wild card, but that that's on paper. And then it all comes, it all, you know, the defense, defense going to have to be, uh, you know, pretty, pretty strong and stout this year. Um, we, we got the men up front to make it a good pass rush. We shouldn't have a problem with that. You would think on paper, we, we shouldn't have no problem with pass rush. Maybe the first couple of games because everybody has to gel together. But other than that, I mean, we, as, as, as the year go on, we should get better and better and better. As far as that now, as I far as the offense. All right, yeah. go ahead, Dre. I'm sorry. So I you yeah, I mean, now, 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 as far as the offense, like, this, yeah, I mean, hate to sound like a broken record, but it all starts with the play calling. The offensive line looks, hey, the offensive line looks way better than it's been in the past five or six years, honestly. But the only one that really has his stripes, and the reason why I say this is because he's the only one that's been on the team who know the system, is Andrew Thomas, and he gets better every year. Everybody else has a potential to, you know, come in and on on the teams that we got them from, they were better than Andrew Thomas. They're vets, but you still got to gel together. And once that gel get together, you know, and Daniel Jones got to get on his P's and Q's. You can't be holding under the ball too long. Um, you're supposed to be a mobile quarterback. You're fast as hell. You know, you're supposed to be able to read the defenses and, and know when to take off and know when to stay. Um, but that all comes to pocket awareness. He really doesn't have none. Or he has little yeah. – little, he, he don't have that much pocket presence, man. You can't – I mean, you can't escape a rush – if you don't know that you're about to get hit, you don't know when to step up or step back or sidestep a defender. Yeah, well, so, I, I think I, I think the Buffalo, the former Buffalo Brass, they did their homework before they got there and they saw him. You know them old composition books that the rappers use, man, that they open up and throw your rap in real quick? They did that shit with that. Don't say that, that shit with those, one of them joints before he got over here. Let me tell you something. The worst thing, gentlemen, that could happen to us is if we did go 14-3. and three. That would be the worst thing. I would cry. Because that, that would have been 
that meant we would have overachieved with what we have with no money, okay, and re-sign Daniel Jones would, would be a priority for the brass, and it would just fucking all implode next year. And it just but, would, but, and I just, it wouldn't work. So they, they, they need to stop dreaming. But you know what? If that did happen, I, I say franchise tag them. You can't. You got a franchise tag, and if that happens, meaning that we'd give him twenty something mil, and I have to pay him forty something mil. I mean, that's the best that exactly. we can. You see what I'm saying? That's the best yeah. that we can hope for in that situation. Because if they give I him a he does three well, four year deal, we screwed. I hope he does well because he got on blue. But let me tell you something. I, this is my I, I predict a lot, and let me tell you something, Dre and Steve. This fool step on a banana peel by the six by the second game of the year. He, I know they're going to they're going to dust him and they're going to get rid of his ass. <laughs> I know. It just it just because I don't. I, I, I really look. They don't say it out loud. You know, you know, the ball ain't gonna say that shit out loud, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But he brought he made sure the day he got signed that he brought Davis Webb with him. And Tyrod Taylor was like the next week, I think, or something. Like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. And that, and, and you know, those are those are stopgap guys. Those aren't your, you know, forever starters. Right. Those aren't those are guys that are just gonna hold it down for a minute so we figure this out. So yeah, so that's that. But I, enough. I, I, I got two more, two I got two more uh, topics for the Giants before we get to uh, uh, the Raiders and the uh, Falcons. Uh, uh, Jay, real quick, just meet your line real quick. We haven't getting a little feedback. Uh, so well, actually, we'll bring them on. We'll back on. We'll get, we'll get them back on. So uh, we get again a lot of feedback. Um, my other question, two two questions for you, Chris and Dre. Uh, Aziz Lujarri, uh, second year guy. Mm-hmm. I think okay, that, that's, that's him and Blake Martinez. Another question is kind of more of a fun question, and we'll get to that. When we'll get to it. I was thinking about it. I say about a couple of days ago, as far as what when I run the Giants defense, regardless who the coordinator, I'm just looking at the roster. Their strengths, what they're strong, what I think they're strong at, what they're weak at, but um, and then we could definitely go through that throughout the preseason. But as far as expectations out of him, what did he carry on from uh, year one to year two, but also changing coordinators, and then also Blake Martinez. That's the other part. Like if these two guys, because I want to say overachieve. If they could do what they do, then I'll say, okay, defensively, if they, these guys could make it work, especially off the red, you know, off the edge and also in play calling on defense because once Blake Martinez was out, it was just – we were done, like defensively. Like now, yeah, I know Tay Crowder kind of picked it up, but it's not the same, man. If Blake Martinez could be 70% of himself and we could get a growth, a progression out of Ojulari – I think then I'd be a little bit more confident on a wild card push. What are your thoughts on Ojulari and then, you know, in the Wake Martindale defense on top of that? And then Blake Martinez is, I just don't, I, what are we going to get? Because when he was 100%, statistically, he was a stat pattern. What are your thoughts? And then I want to get Dre's thoughts on that too. Um. Well, I think I love the fact that Martin De- Martindale came in. And he made everybody gel and get together and 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 
get to know each other immediately. That's that's very critical. That's key critical. And that was something that was uh, really, really important for the development thus far of Ojolari. See, pretty damn good coordinator who went to the Raiders. And he was he's he's a he was a player's coach. But Martin Martindale, let's admit it, for the X and O's perspective, he's a step up. And he's more of a taskmaster. He will make sure that you know your position. And now we got Blake Martinez who came back who's probably on on, on time coming back, what, what it's been what, not about nine months or something like that already. He's 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 online to come back right away. He's playing the inside. He's not going to get taxed too much. But his and and he is he was a um, signal caller. I suspect he's going to be the signal caller again. But I also more importantly, with with uh, the additions that we have, with our number one draft pick, with last year's um, big big pickup with Ajilari that he didn't get to play with very long. Who he didn't get to play with very long. This unit. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, with, with Martinez's leadership, they have. You just used the word a little while ago. Uh, overperform. Guess what? These cats, these guys have the, the 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 potential to really, really kick it up into a nice gear. But it has to be what exactly what it looks like on paper. You got Ajilari on this side, right? You got. I don't know. Take Take Crowder. I think is in very good shape right now. And where's the wood at? I hope, I hope he stays there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ajilari came into the camp buffed. And I was ve- and doing, doing sprints and shit with the offense. I was very impressed with that. And you know, um, yeah, what's our number one draft choice, man? The one we just picked. God damn it. Um, my man. Hill? Oh, 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 oh Thibodeau. Thibodeau, Thibodeau, Thibodeau. Thibodeau, thank you. Couldn't, couldn't get that French name out. And Thibodeau, Thibodeau's hungry, man. Thibodeau's hungry. He wants to. He he already has, has already did an announcement about he wants to prove how great this offense is going to be. So so you have a change of heart. Good. You have a change of heart on him because I think yeah. you some of you guys yeah. were kind of down on him because you, know, you thought was, you, well, was well, it immature was the yes, word. Yes, I did. Yes, I have a change of heart. Yes, I did because I didn't want I didn't I wanted the guy that came in with already a proven leadership. Um um um. Been to him, been to him, and for my, my man for Notre Dame, but we didn't get him. We got Thibodeau instead. Oh Thibodeau yeah, surprised yeah, that's me right, with that's his right. uh, He surprised me with his candor. The fact that he's already aligned himself with some of the Giants' um, old school cats to, to 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 get a kind of a beat on this organization. I like that. You know, I like the fact that um, what is the kid's name that we've drafted later on? Beavers. Him and Beavers have gotten together and, and have done the reps that they did. You know, I really like that. I really like the way these guys are talking off the field as well, yelling off the field. So I have, I think Ojolari is probably right now the quote unquote star of this squad of of this um, linebacking unit right now. So Thibodeau pr- approves himself, but they're on either end of each other, man. Let me tell you something. That's going to be freaking pr- problematic for any defense that we come up against this year, and and it will truly be proven in the first two weeks. If we get past the first two weeks with what I just said, I think we're in for a very, very surprising ride here. That's where I'm at with that. All right. Well, Jerry, what are your thoughts on Ojolari and Blake Martinez? Is 
expectations out of them, especially in the new uh, defensive coordinator. What are your thoughts as far as what do you expect out of him, basically? Okay, um, Ojalari, um, I, I, you know, I expect that he he gets he gets better. Last year he was a, you know, you know he was a rookie first year, and considering the circumstances put into you know Blake Martinez going down, which basically like you said deflated the whole defense. He he, he held his own. He, you know, he actually held his own. And, uh, you know, it might not have looked like it because look at the look at the personnel that he had around him. He really, you know, he really didn't have that push that he would have had if Martinez was there. Um, as far as Martinez, um, that's the that's 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 what we got to you know look out for because Martinez he basically was a he was a tackling machine. He was every he was everywhere the ball was at, you know, take the defender down. Um, now in order to do that, you know you gotta you gotta be quick on your feet. Now has he lost a step or two because of because of his injury? We don't know. But in order for him to be you know a tackling machine like that, he he really can't. Uh, maybe a half a step, but a step or two would be a little it it'll be a little bit too much. Because how quick he was, he was so he was so quick on the ball. I mean, he was a ball hawk, stalker. He stalked the ball. He was, you know, he he was on it like uh, like like what's the name? The, the safety for uh, Baltimore. What was his name? The safety that retired was a ball hawk too. Yeah, he he was a ball hawk like Ed Reed, but only as a linebacker. So. I mean, if he can, if, if he can, if he can, yeah, like Steve said, about 70%, 70 and 70, I'm going to say between 70 and 80%, then, then you know, we, we got something good. And he can, he don't have to be all the way, all the way 100% because he's going to have, you know, help from the other linebackers. They do their job, but, you know, we got him help. He's coming in. Um, so... Yeah, that's what we gotta look for. We gotta we gotta look look for him because Ojalari, I suspect he's just gonna get better and better. I'll say and this Thibodeau, about Blake Martinez. Oh, go go ahead, go ahead about Thibodeau. Yeah. What you gonna say? Yeah, I, yeah, I about I was about to say, and, and Thibodeau coming in, um, you know, he he said all the right, he's saying all the right things. Um, it looks like he's taking, you know, his his training serious, seriously, working out and everything. He's hungry. He got a he has a lot to prove. Um, I'm hoping that he's pissed off from what was going on about him um, when he first got drafted. I'm pretty sure he didn't like that. I forgot what he was saying, but like over. It ain't come for me though. This. It wasn't for yeah, me though. So. I supported. It. <laughs> I supported it. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, that, that, and, and and then again, that that's what I'm saying. I mean, he he don't know you perfect personally, but if he did, I mean, that would piss me off. I mean, you, you, you Steve and Zoom. You know what I'm saying? That's Steve. That's 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 a big deal. You getting criticized by that man? You better step nah, your nah, game nah. up. See what I'm saying? I, I just want I just want to win, man. I I, I just <laughs> yeah. I, I thought he, I thought he was the, the fit we needed. I, but I understand the crit but the criticism came from the media and a lot of the fans. If that's going to be used as motivation, that's a win-win to me. 
Because that's going to translate uh-huh. to W's I, or winning snaps to yeah. helping games. So I want that. Listen, <laughs> Get man, mad, we bro. Just, we, <laughs> we just, man, listen, we just, we just need a defensive plan, you know, like, like, like Spags had out there. I watched, you know, Tom Brady had like a serious show. I skipped all the way to the one where he played the Giants. And Tom Brady's exact word was that first Super Bowl we had against them, they was doing all kinds of blitzes. We didn't know what to do. We was unprepared for that. They they really caught us off guard. They was doing all kinds of things that I hadn't seen before or the defensive coordinator I hadn't seen before. That's what we got to get back to that, man. That's what we got to yep. get back to. Yep. Um, Let me say this one quick thing about Blake Martinez, and I think you guys could agree with the rationale I'm about to say, because I I went through some of these guys in the NFL who had uh, injuries in their quotes, uh, Barkley included, coming off ACLs. See, the thing I worry about Blake Martinez, which I would be cool with 70% of what he was, first of all, when he was 100%, he still had flaws. I mean, no player is perfect. But statistically, he could blow a tackle here and there when he was 100% his years in Green Bay. Uh, you know, then when he came to the Giants, uh, statistically, he wasn't – even though he was a stat pattern as far as making tackles, he, uh, he'll catch an occasional interception. I think that's going to diminish because sometimes with sports, and especially at that position where you're downhill and you got to read, react on the dime – not only you read react with the human brain, but I also think um, in the back of your mind, you're going to be thinking, man, my other leg, what could happen to my opposite leg with the injury? Because that's what happens with ACLs or leg injuries. One leg goes bad uh-huh. and then it starts to heal. The other leg starts to diminish or or, some, or, or complications. I remember when Victor Cruz had a, um, the big injury in Philadelphia Sunday night, a Sunday night football. He was always, his whole concern was his legs. Like you just don't go out and, execute the play, you go out and execute the play with the thing in the, on your mind, your injury. And sometimes a linebacker, if you like a second slow, you're done in the NFL. Like, you're going you're gonna to miss a play. You're going to get cooked. So what are your thoughts on that, Chris? Like, do, do you think Blaine Martinez has that mindset? Because I don't know, but knowing uh, what players have yeah, uh, done historically, yeah, he does. go ahead. He does. No, he does. You have to have that. That comes with the fact. Yeah, he does. And, and let me tell you, um, and, and, he, and I give him credit for working on it every day, trying to get better, trying to get better. But the other thing that's part of that, and you got to remember this from a player's perspective, he knows that kid Darius Beavers and the other guy that's bad and sitting right there looking at him. He sees them in camp. He knows what they're capable of. He sees these other two brothers on the edges just looking like super freaking studs and, you, you know, when you see them, when you see them in their drills, and you see them run their sprints, you're thinking in your mind, God damn it, I gotta work back towards that. So yes, it's definitely a psychological thing. And but he's here really because his leadership ability and and coaxing the best out of his teammates is paramount to this young squad. It's really important. So that's what we really need. We need at least a seventy percent Blake Martinez who is going to elicit some excitement with the defense as, as a signal caller, as a leader. And he's going to bring, and he put, and if he puts that on the rest of the squad, man, that's in the back, you know, when they, whenever they go into that mini huddle, that's going to be wonderful. So yeah, I, I got a little confidence in that. He ain't going to last forever, but that's what I need him to bring. And that's exactly 
exactly what the Giants brass needs needs them for, Steve. All right, last question uh, for you and Dre. What are your thoughts on the uh, the return of the throwback jersey? I mean, this is more of a fun level for the fans uh, to bring back the old school Giant jerseys. For the legacy games, they're bringing it back for the Commander game and I think the game versus the Bears. I mean, I don't really necessarily care, but I know it's more of a fan thing where I don't care. You know, as long as they win the games, I don't care. But, you know, do you miss the old school jerseys, Chris and, and Dre, uh, as far as um, wanting to see that on the field? Because I remember it was a year ago they brought back the white pants. What are your thoughts? Uh, I think it's a good, fun thing to do. I think it's smart because you got all kinds of Giants fans. You got the ones that have been season ticket holders since 1980. You got you got the ones that are just getting really excited and been fans since, let's say, they're Barkley fans, for instance. You know, you've got all kinds of fans there. So for them to do something different and imaginative and creative like that, I think is wonderful, man. As long as you just you know keep us happy, any kind of trick will do. And if you can put some wins on the board, W's with the column while you're at it, that will help them. So yeah, anything to be creative. Jerry, what are your thoughts? Man, I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to bring that up. Now, my perspective, and I and I just I just commented today. I was online and they they brought it up. I just commented on the on the page about that. To me, me personally, I like you know I like the I like the jerseys and everything. You know, I got a you know I got a Harry Carlson jersey, so you know. I'm I'm old school. I love the throwback jerseys and everything. But my thing was when a true Giants fan, a true Giant, not the ones that Chris said, the Barkley fan, I'm talking, you know, I, I've been a fan since 90. So we're going to go from way back, 50s, 60s, 40s, 30s, 20s, from the beginning of time. And, uh, you know, if, if it's still somebody alive, Right now, I, I doubt that. But we're going from way back to now. We know as fans, when you look at that jersey, you think of Smash Mouth football. I'm talking Smash, smash Mouth football in the sense of if we if we lost the game, we still don't have our heads to hang because we like, hey, they did the best they can could. They was out there after the ball. The team was just better. We haven't seen a team out there in like a, in, in about a century. That's actually rural Giants football. So to me, yeah. So 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 to me, I mean a decade. I mean a decade. Oh, oh a decade. You so, said a century, a hundred years. Yeah. So okay, to me, okay. yeah, I mean a hundred years. Drop one of them zeros, put a ten, make yeah. a ten. Okay, okay. But okay. But to me, like honestly, I don't even. I don't even think the. the I don't even think the organization or the players that's been on the field this past, you know, decade has the right to wear those. That that's just me. Mm. That's wow. just because I mean I, I I know the old school players like Stephen Baker. Stephen Baker is excited about it. Uh, I, I I've been kind of saying on his page and everything. He's excited about it. He's one of the old schools. But you you got to remember, man. If they go out there and and lay a goose egg in any in, in both of those games, you know how oh, embarrassing that makes the old school players look. Ooh, that's and a good point. It, it, think about it. It like messes that. up the, the tradition. Like when we first <laughs> listen, when we first came out with them color rush jerseys, we got cooked against the Eagles. 
when we played the first time in them dirt against the Eagles. We got cooked against the Eagles, man. I mean, I don't want to be superstitious, but, I mean, we we got to, you know, there's a couple of things that you could be super, 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 uh, superstitious about this team about. First of all, home games. We don't win home games. I mean, that, that's not really superstitious. That's like a fact. <laughs> Every, you know, anybody who pay attention know we can get our – Get our ass kicked at home. Um, the the color rush jerseys, I like them, but I don't like us to wear them in games because I don't think we play good in them. That mm. that's just my opinion. Wow, I didn't <laughs> think about it like that. I didn't think about it like yeah, that. So, that would piss Chris off. That would definitely piss Chris yeah, off. It, it, exactly, yeah, but see, Chris, see, Chris is talking in the in the, in the sense of like I said, I love the jerseys. I love what the jerseys represent. But yeah. can these players that we have on this Giants team right now this year can they can they live up to that or even make us proud? Like I said, mm-hmm. you can make us proud and still lose the game. That's a good right. point. But could, that is a, can they uh, can they do that? Uh, let me think about that on mm-hmm. those game weeks. The <laughs> <laughs> game weeks they do that. Now, ah, that's a good now, point. Now, now, luckily, we picked Chicago and Washington. Cause we can we we can damn well win those games. We can win those games within the the, the past decade where we've been sucking. We've been competitive in those games. <laughs> so I don't know. That's a t- when we get to those weeks, I'll, I'll look at it depending on how we're playing, how those teams are playing at the time. I, I don't think even their teams and their fan bases are looking at the Giants like, man, the Giants, man, we're going to have a problem today. Nah, I don't think unless they show improve early in the year that their effort even if may not translate into wins. Uh, man, I think that's a good point you said. I ain't think about living up to the past <laughs> players and what they done. Man, that's a that's a good that's a good way to look at it, man. I didn't think about it like that. Um, I mean, of, of course, our linebackers not going to transform into Lawrence Taylor, Harry Carlson, Pepper <laughs> Johnson, yeah. but they can give the effort. Right, right, right. Exactly. Um. All right. Let's let's move on. Let's get. We only got a few minutes. Uh, Chris, you want to go Raiders or you want to go Falcons first? Who do you want to uh, ta- tackle first? Let's go Falcons first. All right. They're yeah. done. Their season's done. Uh, yeah, episode over. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because let me tell you, I, I don't done. see. I'm more of a question. I'm. I'm more. Of, I, I don't know what the what the Falcons are doing. I, I don't get them. I don't get them. They okay. Matt Ryan walked out the goddamn door. And the first thing you did was bring in the quarterback that I wanted for the Giants, Mariota, who has a history of bad, bad vibes and arguments with their head coach, Smith, okay? <laughs> and then they drafted Desmond Ritter in the – I think he was a third rounder, right? I think he was a third round to push Mariota, but he ain't ready, bruh. He's not ready. Now, Mariota was – was back in Tennessee, he got benched for Ryan Tannehill. Mm-hmm. And Mariota ain't never forgot that. So they got a little problem down there at the ATL that they need to fix, okay? And it's about attitudes. Um, I don't recognize, looking at the, their depth chart, I don't know any of these guys on the inside linebacker. And you know you in that division you're going to need them. Uh, I, I, I don't know these guys. I, don't, I, I, think, I think Deion Jones walked out the door. I don't know what's what the fuck's going on, Steve? So you, I need that's a question I have that you need to clear up because I don't know what's going on there. Okay. Oh, 
also edge rusher. Okay, they they let they let Dante Fowler walk out the door. They let the other guy, I can't remember his name now, Steve something, walk out the door. Why they brought in Low Carter, who came from us, I do not know. Okay, but maybe he can be valuable there somehow. I don't know. They drafted that guy, the African dude, Ade, whatever his name is, and he's supposed to be really good. They, they said his camp was, was, was the bomb. And they got a couple of other cats in free agency. They got Malone and they got somebody else. Um, again, it, it it almost looks like what we were doing, man. It's like a bunch of guys coming in, coming out, like it's like a freaking fire drill. I don't get it. I don't get it. And the last part, let me look. Where would I put this? That's all the notes I have. I have questions about the Atlanta because I don't know what they are. I don't know. Oh, I want to know who the hell their running back's going to be. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is it that kid from, from BYU? Okay. I, I don't that. know what's going on there. I don't know these guys. Mike Davis walked out the door. I, they have that, that um, they, got, they have Patterson, but come on, that Patterson ain't a 15 carry dude, man. You know, he, he needs somebody to split time with in that division. Okay. I don't know what they're going to do there. I don't get it. So you got a new quarterback. You got new running back. Okay. You got a tight end that's ready. ready. He, he started out like game busters last year. It's his rookie year and then slowed down because of the offensive stream of things that Smith had. Then, um, I, I don't, I, I, bruh, so my, I, I, I said all of that basically as a question. What are they? That's what I got. Y'all can they are a, the answer for me. The answer for me, they are a tank job. They, this is a bad team, man. Um, let's put it into perspective, man. Cause ever since let's go back to 1998 when they went, when they first went to the Super Bowl and they lost to the Broncos, they actually had a nice little run with quarterbacks. Right. They had what Chandler was the quarterback. Uh, you know, when they went to the uh, Super Bowl versus the Broncos, Fast forward a few later, a few, a few years later, they ended up getting Mike Vick from Virginia Tech, and they actually rolled that out for a good five, six years, and then you know the new owner had came in, and then you know, you know Mike Vick had the uh, the dog uh, scandal, and they ended up getting Matt Ryan out of Boston College. So they've had actually stability at the quarterback position for a good twenty plus years, if you really look at it. And it's yep. it's, it's time to rebuild because nothing lasts really forever with professional athletes. Uh, Matt Ryan going to the Colts, uh, you might as well get something back from him. They, I mean, they, even with him on their roster, they have nothing. Um, like, to to your point, they have no running backs. Like you said, I understand, you know, with the Mike Davis. I mean, not like he was the he's going to beat up the world or anything, but maybe it was about cash. Just uh, they got – and like you said about low card, it's a prove-it deal, right? I mean, that's the reason why they got it. They wanted to get guys to just fill in the roster and maybe get flashing a, you know, flashing a pan, but – I mean, like you said, Marcus Mar- Mariota coming over. I mean, he's a bridge quarterback at this point of his career, right? And you'd think Kyle Pitts would have had a monster year with uh, coming out of Florida the year before that with Mike- Matt Ryan. That's going. I don't think he's going to get his numbers with Mariota. Um, they have no running back. Offensive line is like you got aging linemen on one side of the line, got youth on the other line, but there's just no chemistry with a, with a bridge quarterback. And then defensively, which was the, the biggest issue they've had in those 20 years, they never had an out. If they had a, a, 
an above average defense, they probably would have got that Super Bowl versus New England. That if they their defense was always suspect yeah. all those years. They had a great offense, great wide receivers, Roddy White, Julie, uh, Julio Jones. Uh, you could throw mm-hmm. in um, what's the other guy that got into the situation that really screwed them up. Ah, oh, damn, the guy who just got into the trouble with the gambling. Um, oh, um, yes, uh, Kamala uh, Ridley. Ridley, yeah, Ridley. That set them back too, Ridley. because now you you had to eat up cat money from him uh, because of his, his his gambling on games was was you know you know rules are rules. So this 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 franchise is in big trouble, man. They're they're going to this this is a tank job. This is probably the worst the worst team in the NFC easily. I I might go say I got to check out who's on the AFC, but definitely the NFC. Uh, they're bottom. Definitely they're bottom the Four wins. Four wins. At the bottom of this death chart, at the bottom of this death chart, it shows that these guys are—they have—they're carrying sixty-three million dollars in dead money. Mostly crying, but still, you can't move. You—you through. You are through. Twenty twenty-eight. You're not going to hear from them till twenty twenty-eight. You said that much money. Yeah, six years, man. Easily. Sixty-three million. I thought we you were going practice. nowhere. This is this is fucked. Oh, this is terrible. Uh, you had any <laughs> thoughts on the the Falcons, uh, Dre? Before we go to the Raiders, man. Oh, hey. Tell you the truth, I ain't been keeping up with the Falcons, but the fact that y'all been sitting, oh, that's yeah. They uh, yeah, <laughs> they, they they threw. Hey, you know what y'all should do specifically for the for for the Falcons season. Y'all should put in the, uh, the the little audio of Adrian or Rocky. You see how strong they are? You can't win. You need to put that on there and just tap that button whenever we talk about this. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> but, but, hey, yeah, we, we can we can go to the Raiders because I, I haven't been keeping up with them neither, but, you know, I know they got that stout receiver over there. And they still got Carr. Carr is underrated, man. Okay, let's jump into it. I'm glad you said that. And I think operational-wise with the roster, I, I don't know. I, I didn't even talk to Raider fans. I'm just thinking about it logically from the outside looking in, Curtis and Dre. The Devontae Adams is what I think he's referring to. I don't think this was in the oh, play. Yep. I think this was because they had to find – short-term – Make up for Henry Ruggs with his situation with the car accident or speeding, whatever it was, that he got into. The wide receiver that came out of Alabama and he got, you know, ended up uh, with the incident. And I think they made a play to bring in a guy they're willing to overpay to make up for him because I don't think their salary cap structure was built on paying a lot of receivers. I think they wanted to go with running the mill wide receivers like him, Hunter Renfro, uh, the tight end. Uh, pay him. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, what's his guy? Uh, Miller, I think. His what name. you say that? Foster Moreau. Foster Moreau. Uh, no, no, the the, the Vegas tight end. He he's been doing good. He's he's been oh, Waller, hard Darren now. Waller. Waller. Yeah, Waller. Darren Waller. Waller. I think they wanted to build up that because they really wanted to put their resources into their defense, and they still haven't really. And I think this domino effect—they're trying to overcompensate Devontae Adams. Uh, to replace rugs, I don't think they wanted to put a lot of their money in the, to that, and I think they're just kind of chasing their tail. 
Uh, what are your thoughts on the roster, but specifically what I said about Devontae Adams? Uh, the, the, the Raiders ain't playing. The Raiders are putting a, a, a true Vegas team, man. They are putting, they are putting all their chips in it, bro. I, look, man, okay, first off, um, well, you know, Devontae Adams' dream team has always been the Raiders. That's what we grew up idolizing, and he gets the team back with um, Derek Carr, who he hooked up with in college all the time. That, they were battery mates. So that's a great thing for him. He's going to love it out there. He's the go-to man. That offense is is, is, is basically tailor-made for him. But what's impressive to me about, about um, the, the Raiders is that really went all out to fucking build a – to just run away from as far away from the, the ghost of Gruden as they possibly could, man. They went ahead and got Chandler Jones. They went, they went ahead and got Vernon Butler. They went and got um, – I'm missing somebody. I'm missing somebody. Hold up. Let me see this is the roster again, the, 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 the um, death chart. Uh, I forgot who I'm looking at. That Von Valkenberg – kid that they picked up in free agency is going to be a monster, but they went ahead and they, they saw, oh, they signed Max Crosby to a crazy contract, which is beautiful. He's going to, he's going to, and, and, yeah, he's, he's, he's that guy. Yeah, very much so. Very much. He's got, and he, and we're having a battery mate like, 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 like Jones. Oh man, watch out, watch out. Cause Jones is a, is a borderline hall of fame and he's going to do it. Okay. And he's younger. He's a little older, Al. He's a little older than um the, the guy that they got they they they, they got rid of uh, the African name. I forgot his name. Don't get me don't get me started. But um, Farrell, that's who I'm thinking. That's who I'm looking at. And I'm looking at Farrell. Yes, I am. Okay, what's happening there is they're revamping everything for that three four scheme for 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 Patrick Graham. Patrick Graham asked for something and he got it from them. Okay, the, the Raiders was was probably one of the lower teams rated in, in getting sacked last year, okay? But when you built your re- interior, like, like they did with, with Nichols and Butler and all of them, it's going to be upgraded like nobody's business up front, okay? Then, on top of that, um, Denzel Perryman is coming back. And, 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 and you sign my man Fackrell that I always liked from, from the Chargers. And it used to be with us for a minute. And I like these guys. I like these guys. Rocky Sin is there now. You know, and that I, I appreciate. So what that happened shit, with? Him? I, I thought you about know. that. What happened with him in Indianapolis? I remember we were talking about him when we were doing our draft shows years ago, and he was coming out of Temple. I, to be quite honest with you, I didn't. What happened with him with the Colts? I think snake bitten. We got to do them one day. I think that's snake bitten. I, I just think there's something else that was going on that we didn't see. But let me finish this. Let me just say this. Josh McDaniels coming over there with that enthusiasm. Adams loves this cat. Butler loves this cat. Nichols loves this cat. Patrick Graham loves this dude. Crosby's bought into him. Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. That's the guy I was trying to look at. I just saw his name on the roster. I was trying to find him earlier. Yeah. They, they are, they're ready to make a move, man. They're ready to make a move. I'm not going to say that that's a tough division. That's a tough division. But they are ready to do some really great things in Vegas. They really are. And they have a whole new regime up top, making history and shit. They got, another, they, got another, they got another regime on the field. You know, they had to do, they had to comply with all of the complaints that Vegas and friggin' um, 
the NFL had of them, and they took they took care of it. Hey, I see nothing but great things for the Vegas. I'm not gonna give them 14 to three or no stupid shit like that. <laughs> not, not in that division, but I can I can give them a nice, honest, competitive 10-7 in that division with with the changes. I think you know Denver might slightly be pretty good and competitive. The Chargers are gonna come out banging, and I don't I forgot who's last, but oh, Jeez. what am I talking about? Kansas City's gonna be not what they were, but they're gonna be competitive. So yeah, I can I can give I can give the the Raiders that whole persona, that whole atmosphere that they bring, that crazy shit in that badass stadium, which is rocking the fuck out of the goddamn NFL right now. Everybody wants to go there. There's no no problem with that. Yo, they ready. They ready. So I'm gonna give a lot of love to them. I I I, I agree to an extent with the Raiders. I'm not trying to compare them to the Broncos, the Chiefs, and the and the Chargers just yet. But just their standalone roster. I think if they played in any other division. They probably would be a wild card team. I think they have good enough talent balance to make the playoffs, but they have a tough division, man. That is loaded. That's that that if he wasn't NFC West is Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. I I agree with you, man. Like listen, I, I like the um you know, Josh Jacobs, the the Alabama uh, Alabama running back, uh then then also Drake backing them up. I think they got a nice one two punch, you know. Colton Miller is still there, and Leatherwood is on the other end. I, I like they got a decent line to get the job done. I don't. I'm not a Derek Carr hater. I think he's a. I think he's a good quarterback, and I think um, he's going through a lot with the head coach prior, and of course uh, whether he was going to be in the door, out the door, the move when they moved from Oakland. I think he's earned his stripes as a Raider. Uh, he's probably not going to be the unless he wins the Super Bowl, I don't think that's going to happen, but I think he's been a serviceable quarterback for those years, and I think he's going to have a decent year, but I think Devontae Adams is going to realize that he's not Aaron Rodgers, because I think Aaron Rodgers is the more accurate thrower that could get him the ball all those years in Green Bay that I don't think Derek Carr could as consistently as Aaron Rodgers, but to your other point, as far as Max Crosby, I think he's definitely worth all the money that they're getting, and you're getting a veteran in Chandler Jones, and like you said, Jalen Brown, uh, the defense, I think, I think they really wanted to take the step in the next direction and really pay the defense because that's what I think, in my opinion, got them to bow out versus the Bengals. But they're going to really try to. I, I think what uh, here's my last point on the Raiders because I know we're screaming for time. I think they're going to make additional moves at you know at the 53 man roster. Look around because I think they could fill in pieces on their roster because I think they could squeeze in another win because they're going to have to. The Chargers are loaded. Uh, the Broncos are solid, and I, I mean, I know you're, what you're saying about the Chiefs have downgraded, but a downgraded Chiefs team is still still pretty damn good. Uh, Dre, uh, if you have any thoughts on the Raiders, feel, feel free, and also your final thoughts on this episode as we wrap up. Yeah, I mean, as far as the Raiders, um, yeah, I know uh, Chris said, you know, they put the chips in, to the table, all the chips, Vegas, Vegas style. They had to do it, man, because what y'all mentioned, I mean, look at the division they in. You know, they got they they got they got Mahomes, they got Herbert, and now they got Russell Wilson. But yep. which, which 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 by the way, see, I think outside the box. I know a couple of Denver fans, and I tried to tell them they think Russell going to hit the ground running. What they not realizing is, Rush is up in the mountains in that thin air. It's hard as hell to play in thin air if you're not used to it. So as the year go on, as the year go on, he's gonna 
he's going to get better and better, but I don't think they're going to hit the ground running because of that. That's and that that that's going to be a big big thing because you can't you can't breathe, man. Like I I told, I did I did it in high school one game and I, I ran track cross country and ran uh, ran track cross country and played football and I was windy. Permits that we had in the uh, up in the mountains in South Carolina, I was windy. Frank, so, we looking at time, brother. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, final thought. I'm giving it to the final thought, man. Final thought. Hey, just uh, like as far as the Giants, just just be competitive, man. Make make us proud. Like I said, you ain't got to win every game, but at least get us to the point where us as fans can hold our head up and be like, "All right, they did their thing. The other team just was better." That's all I got. Believe me. My final thought is, I I think we I think we would be an eleven win team if we made a change in quarterback. I'm gonna leave it right there. I'm gonna leave it right there. We can't win. We can't win like we can't win like we we can't win like this. We just can't. So I think we'll we'll end up eight eight nine nine and eight in there somewhere. But but, but that would please me as long as they're competitive. I'd be happy as a pig and shit. That'd be fantastic. Would you Would you rather? I was gonna say, would you rather tank and enroll the dice for Arch Manning no. out of Texas, no. uh, no. Eli Payton's nephew Cooper's son? Would you want to go no. Arch Manning? No, 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 no more, no more tanking. We got some really good guys. No more, no really more. <laughs> we we doing, we doing that right. For the lads, for the lads that listen, no more, no more. Not even, not even for a Manning quarterback. Not even for a Manning quarterback. No. No, not even for no. a man and quarterback. No, want me to tell you Sorry. why? I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you why right quick. No, no, no. It, it has nothing to do with a man and quarterback. If we tank that quarterback that come in next year, he's going to have to get in there and hit the ground running. That's why I wanted us to draft the quarterback in the later rounds. Everybody, oh, this quarterback class not strong. Okay. With one or two years sitting on the bench, how strong do you think that quarterback going to be? Stronger than if we okay, just draft I, him I, and I, throw him right in there. With you, but I have to mostly disagree with you on that because that's how we got Daniel Jones. Okay, <laughs> with this, oh well, no, 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 we, know, we, we, we threw him right. We threw him right I, in. I'd rather Will what's his name from West Virginia. That's the guy I would have rather had. He at least, at least, at least he could stand upright and won't drop the ball. But that was then. Look, that was that's, that's in the past. I want to tell everybody to that's make dope. sure you check out go on Facebook, Instagram. All of that kind of good stuff, man. All your social media, Bleed Blue Show, Bleed Blue Show, Bleed Blue Show. Check out uh, iTunes, Podcast Republic, Stitcher app, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Take it away, Steve. Oh, Steve, when's the next? Tell the people when the next un- unfiltered is because I, I, I want I want to I want to crash that party this time. We will do. I can do one on. I can do one Sunday. So we'll get we'll get up we'll get we'll get up. Uh, uh, and do it. So I have no problem, man. It's just yeah. whatever is on my mind. Um, be, now, here's the thing. We got, what, I two be, weeks? I okay, okay. All right, shout-outs to Dre. Uh, shout-outs to Chris. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks, so that will be August the 4th. And then the week after will be – I don't know. That's a good – Chris, if you want to – we could do it like this. Damn, we could do it like this. No, no, no. Let's do it two weeks from that Thursday, right, two weeks. And then there's a following Thursday. That's actually a preseason game versus the Patriots. We could do them. A live yeah, I got, I got a crazy schedule this summer. I got a crazy schedule this summer, so I, let's stay with yeah. it. Just stay with that plan you said. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, every yeah, other yeah. week. 
So August 4th, we'll be back on uh, every Thursday. Shout out to Dre. Shout out to Chris. Uh, Apple uh, Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Soundgrass, ladies and gentlemen, bleed. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Blee blue, 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 blee blue.